0: Welcome to the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Football rankings, debates, dad stuff. The Dynasty Dads Podcast is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating.
1: Welcome, everyone, to this edition of the Dynasty Dads. I'm your host, Matt Renshaw, with me
0: again for good. Uh, Garrett Grev. Garrett, welcome back. Oh, it's so great. You know what? It's kind of fun. Um, It's going to take me a couple shows to maybe settle in. Yeah. It's nice to be back, not just as like a guest room. Like, oh, hey, my buddy, Matt asked me yeah. to do a guest spot on a show. No, uh, it's official. Be, yeah, like in the co-captain chair, like, you, are- you know what? For a while well, you can be in the driver's seat. I'm just happy to be in the passenger seat next to you, saying, like, uh, you know, give me the ox, I'll pick the music, whatever. Hey, you know,
1: I you know, I'm I'm thankful to have you. Uh, it's it the last few that we've done together have been great. Uh, I mean, we've had big big guests on Heath Cummings. Oh man, Thor was awesome. I mean, so it was it was an easy
0: it was easy to go, hey Garrett, if you want to do this, let's do this. So well, it was easy for me <laughs> because. When you're making uh, a guest appearance on a pals podcast and you are like, like way second build, like it's Thor Nystrom <laughs> or it's Heath, you know, like people, people know professionals in the industry. Right. And like, like, also a uh, guest appearance of Garrett Grubb and they're like that, uh, the Batman guy from Twitter. Like, That's Oh, right. okay. I guess. Yeah. You know, sure.
1: Well, you, you have experience doing a football podcast. Oh yeah, I, mean- it,
0: I do. It, it, this, it is great to be back in the saddle again because it's been you know it's been a little bit we had the show and we had some a lot of fun times and and a lot of sort of rising success but then you know how things go some things just kind of come to the end and I've always had this like missing little place in or a piece of my heart dedicated to like get on a microphone talk about football on a regular basis you know I love fantasy whether it's uh you know silly space movies or caped, you know, comic book characters or mm-hmm. pretending that I'm a, I'm a GM or an owner, a fantasy stuff's fun. Man, so it's, it's, it's great it, to man, be it, back.
1: It's so it, I mean, I'm listening to Matthew Barry's, the fantasy life book, oh, yeah. book and I'm just like this, it, he had so many things. It's just like, this is fun. It's growing. It's, it's a way to meet new people. I mean, we met via fantasy football. Right. So I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cool how just little things have, I've kind of uh I've kind of come up. So new new captains in the seats, new new show. Let's do a little bit of, of reintroduction to of those that may not know. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I'm Matt Renshaw, been playing fantasy for as long as I can remember, 20 years now. Um my dad, I, I have four kids, six, five, two, and seven months, and we are done unless Somebody upstairs make something happen. We are officially, <laughs> officially done. Uh, my two oldest are girls. My my two youngest are boys. So uh, I'm still in that early toddler, first grade stuff. And I mean, life life is nuts right now. Uh, I've got two in school, two at home. I, I there are days where I'm like, what? Did, how do, how did we survive this? Like, oh this man,
0: is, this it's, is crazy. It's something that's indescribable to anybody who hasn't been there. Right. Like it's indescribable. You think, like, I always think I was talking about this with my buddies the other weekend. I got together with my college boys and um I was like, do you remember when you, we were kids and we, the concept of what a grown man was, was like this completely <laughs> other type. It was like, if you were a hobbit and a, and a grown father was an elf, like, you're just like, that's a different breed of existence than what I could right. ever be. And then you realize <laughs> as you get older, it's just, oh, you're still you. It's just you're older and things are infinitely more complicated. You but know how to pretend better. You, yeah. Like
1: you just, you put, yeah, yeah, of course right I know on. what I'm doing. Oh. We had, we had the other day, we had two of the four and I looked at my wife and I was like, people that have two kids think, oh my gosh, it's so hard with two and you have four and you go back to two. You're like,
0: I wish I you don't even know what you would do at the time now. It's crazy. It's wild. We went out, we went out of my uncle's boat. I know I'm stepping all over your intro, but no, we're already no, in conversation. We went out on my uncle's boat um last Friday. And our our older kids, I also have four children, by the yes. way. We'll get to that. Our older three kids are all in elementary school now. So we just took out our, our quote unquote baby, who's a giant two and a half year old, uh, out with my uncle and his wife on his boat and um it was like the easiest 5 hours of our lives together as parents and i don't right. know how long cuz it's just the one kid yeah and it's not to downgrade right so if you're no. listening and you have one kid you're like hey jerk faces this and is when, hard no it is you, hard yes I will when give you, you that when yep. 100% when you have one kid and that's all you've known it's the hardest thing you've ever done yep and then you have is two not, kids it's the it's, hardest thing yep. you've ever done
1: then you have to, it's the, yes my wife and i said the exact same thing we're like when you're in it this is so hard. and you don't it's, know any like different. You said, it's, it's not a knock on... Yeah. My sister has two. And it's like, I get it. Like, I know what two's like, and I know how that feels. And in the moment, you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. And so it's not... Yeah, like you said, it's not a knock on people that don't have multiple. It's, it's hard. It's hard all around. It's not an easy job being a parent.
0: It's not like fantasy football where, you know, you joined your first league and you're like, oh man, this league is my baby and I love it so much. But then like, as long as you... Have the apps, or maybe if you're on the same platform, like there's diminishing marginal returns. Yeah. Like each one is not as difficult as adding a whole new thing, right? right. Yeah, like it's not quite it's not quite the same. But I I could draw a few more parallels oh. if I really wanted to stretch that metaphor. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you have four, you yeah, have four, four kids.
0: boys, four boys. Yeah. So my wife, my wife and I have been married twelve years um you know a couple born well she's born and raised her whole life minnesotan uh i went out of the state for a while for college but uh yeah landed of ten thousand lakes raising up four little dudes Uh mine are all boys 10 7 5 and two and a half um the 10 year old just turned 10 fourth grade started tackle football for the first time this that's, year that's right. and um I played football, you know, my whole life through college and uh, having a child now play football, like is a swelling of the heart. At one point, I didn't know if my body was capable of like withholding all the emotion, all the dad feels coursing through my veins and like, you know just like my brain was just like buzzing with like oh my gosh we're gonna do all these things we study right. the playbook and it's great and the brothers love to come and watch it because now he's like a big boy you know he's, oh yeah he's football. like graduated on he's not doing flag right he's in the pads he's got a helmet you know they're they're, they're kind of popping him a little bit right yeah like they see him as a different type of creature now <laughs> he's on that next level so it's it's been a lot of fun but you know, getting, um, our five-year-old just started kindergarten. And I tell you what, getting three kids up out of the house fed, you know, on the bus, yes, it is a different breed of busy every year, man. We've, we've reached the next level. So it's like, you know, fantasy season starting, Everybody likes to sit and watch football in my house. So we got to figure out with all the sports and all the activities, like how we're going to be able to decompress and at least like, all right, catch up on the first half highlights and then let's get into live boys. You go up to bed. I'll fill you right. in the morning. Like yeah. get into that whole routine again.
1: Yeah. It's my wife. We were watching the the hall of fame game and she's like, wait, football's back already. Oh. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yes. yes yeah. It is. And I, so we have a family fantasy football league, my parents, my wife, my sister and her husband, and it's all, husbands and wives. And she's like, and, and we did the draft and we, it was basically, who do you want? Who who would, when my wife came up, who would you pick? And I'm thinking I'm drafting two teams here. Then my mom Uh, and dad, my mom and dad are texting me. Who would you pick? And I'm thinking if you guys, I set up the league because I have a a podcast and I play for all these fantasy sports. And so I'm like, if you guys just wanted me to make eleven different teams. Like I could have done that and just given it to you. And they're no, no, no. So it's with the way people see you when you do something like this, or when they know you play fantasy sports,
0: it's like, yeah,
1: I got to ask him like, so yeah. So my wife and I play each other week one. And of course I'm basically drafted her team and she's projected to beat me week one. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm going to beat, I'm going to get beat by my wife and I drafted her team.
0: Right. But you know what, on the flip side of that is you really can't lose. It's true, <laughs> you know. It's, it's like, true, and not even to be the the dweeby like uh, happy wife, happy life right. type of guy. But yeah. like, even if she wins, you get to puff up your chest a little That's and right. say like, "That's the team I drafted for you." I told her, football.
1: I said, "If you, if you go to the playoffs, I actually went to the playoffs." Just she's like, well, "Yeah, I don't
0: care." I won my wife's work league like three years in a row, and it was the worst kept secret in the world. Like we're in the draft year two, and like kind of you know in the message side of espn or yahoo or whatever this was years ago yeah and then uh i said a couple things and everyone's like garrett can you just like not pretend to be christine anymore like we all get it <laughs> <laughs> i was like and i wouldn't give it up though right i wanted plausible i don't know what, I don't know yeah. what you mean i uh, as a woman i'm personally offended that you would make that accusation <laughs> women know football too you know steve you big jerk
1: yeah 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 i played all it right. off nice <laughs> So, getting into football, talking about replacements and and doing things for different people. Uh, Joe Flacco starting QB for the New York Jets. uh, New York, er, it's it's crazy what's going on in New York. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports Joe Flacco will start week one against the Ravens. Zach Wilson's going to be out for, it looks like, about four weeks. It means Flacco will take on his former team week one rivalry week for everybody in the NFL, basically. You've got Flacco and the Ravens. You got Baker in the in the Browns. Um, I'm sure I'm missing multiple. We, we
0: got uh, well. It doesn't involve players moving from team to team, but it's Vikings Packers in the NFC North. There you and, go on Sunday. There's a Big lot rivalry. of show notes. Big rivalry. Right? Yeah, it, I mean, absolutely. It's, it's, uh,
1: so Flacco takes on his former team. Uh, Jets pass catchers were far more productive in 2021 when Flacco was under center. Uh, Elijah Moore specifically. Uh, in the one game that Flacco started, Moore caught eight of his eleven targets for 141 yards and a touchdown. My question, and, and this is this is a throwback, what are the odds? Oh boy, here we that go that Joe Flacco takes the job and just runs with it all season and he's the starter for the rest of the year.
0: Oh boy. You know, I don't think the odds are are really good, but anything can happen in a world where we haven't gotten like the utmost clarity around what's going on, you know, with young Mr. Wilson. Right. So if, because you know, Official to begin with, it didn't sound like he was going to miss this much time. No, right? no. It sounded like he was going to be back week one, week one, maybe week two. We'll put some, you know, preliminary plans sort of in case of emergency week one stuff right. there. Flacco
1: gets a start against the Ravens. Right? Yeah.
0: Great fun. It's going to make for, you know, viewership numbers. NFL is going to like that type yeah. of thing. Fine. Cool. Give the kid a week, but then it gets extended and then it's four weeks. And, it's kind of like, huh? And then you know, we had. It's been a couple of weeks, but some of the the wide receivers have come out and sort of said, "Blacko well, you know, throws a better ball. Blacko throws a nice ball. It's yeah. a receiver friendly ball. It takes a little zip out of it. Like it can he goes the distance, but it's kind of easy to bring in. It's pretty right. nice. And you're sort of like, huh? Wait a minute. Okay, that doesn't sound like they like Zach Wilson. But- but everything the jets as an organization have been saying has been sort of very supportive of their young quarterback yep. you know he's uh he's a little bit of lothario you know <laughs> like he's a he's a he's a good looking young dude that you know maybe the older ladies maybe that's the younger right. ladies hey, like too
1: he but, went to byu for a reason okay yeah. that's
0: that's all i'm saying blonde hair big smile like a total chad right he's a uh, yeah.
1: cougar hey, magnet
0: hey, yes so It seems like that, you know, the Jets would certainly like to be able to hang their hat on this kid as a long-term franchise option. Right. So I think that's why I'm I'm gonna give it low odds of happening because even if Flacco is successful, you know, at some point the Jets are not gonna get away. Their fan base isn't going to allow them to try to piecemeal seasons together one at a time. This is probably, arguably, the most talented their roster has been in a number of years, despite going out and taking a big swing on some big names, I think, inadvisedly in the last few years. And for that reason, I think Wilson gets on the field more than likely week five, barring a setback.
1: I'm just going to read the first four opponents. got the Ravens, the Browns, the Bengals, and the Steelers. If Flacco somehow... Three and one goes f- three and one four and zero. Oh. How do you give it back to the kid?
0: Like I don't know f- four and zero oh, four and zero oh is you don't.
1: That's that's those are some tough teams. I mean, of those four, Pittsburgh's probably the weakest.
0: Yes. So yeah.
1: I mean, that's a that's a gauntlet. I, I'm not
0: saying he does, but if he does, I, th- I think what you could hear in that situation if he goes four and zero, oh, I think if it's three and one, it's hey Joe, thank you, solid vet, right, um, man. Really great. Isn't it wonderful that we have a backup in case of emergencies that we know can get out there and not just get a spot win, which is right. kind of the expectation for a backup yeah. quarterback, but can go Leak out and get MVP,
1: a... Super yes. Bowl MVP, Joe
0: Flacco. Three W's, right? Yeah. If he goes 4-0, I think you maybe hear something about out of an abundance of caution. We're going to hold off
1: on Zach Wilson.
0: Yeah, to put Zach in the best position possible. For him to lead this franchise, for him to put his health first, out of an abundance of caution, we're going to, you know, let Joe get another start, and then how oh, yeah. long <laughs> can that go on for? They play, right? they play
1: the Dolphins week five. It <laughs> could get nasty. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't anticipate it, but that if three and one four and oh, I think it gets hard. I think, I think you'd set the kid down and go, ah, let's see if you're actually ready. So right, right. Uh, speaking of injured players, every injured player seemed like they came back to practice today, except George Kittle. Kittle was injured in Monday's practice. Uh, Now he's sidelined. Coach Kyle Shanahan said, quote, he's going to take it day by day. And Kittle did not feel good Wednesday. Uh, It looks like he's going to be a game time call week one against the Bears. If he isn't able to play, Samuel gets a bump. Brandon Yook gets a bump. Who, who do you think is the most beneficial here?
0: You know, it's, I think it's probably Debo Samuel just because of their ability to move him around the field of play. Yeah. I mean, we saw it all last year, right? And it got better as the season went on. Like they did more with him. And he got paid. He got paid. Yeah. So he's not
1: he's not gonna be hesitant to do anything now. It's
0: right. I mean, he kind of said, you know, I want to be more of a prototypical or prototypical wide receiver. But what what works for him is not doing that. Right. And Shanahan doesn't tend to use offensive weapons in the prototypical way. Absolutely. So I think he's the biggest bump. I'm high on Debo. I've been down on, on – I mean, not down on Kittle. He's he's certainly not a tier one uh, tight end in my mind anymore. Um, I've got Mark Andrews and Kelsey. Even – I mean, if certainly in a redraft. and Dynasty, I still think his stock is – High enough you can make plenty of moves with him, but I mean, do you rank him above Kyle Pitts? No, I no, mean, probably not. Do you not rank Dynasty. Him ab- no, do you rank him above Mark Andrews?
1: No, he for me, with the injuries and everything where he's been, he's probably four, four. So and four. I have him above uh, your five, is probably Hawkinson.
0: Yeah. Don't I mean, Schultz is in
1: the Schultz, mix. See, as a Cowboys fan, I think Schultz is a product of the system. I don't think Schultz is a top tight end. I, I know, can we see saw, that. We saw every tight end in Dallas get numbers. Um the guy I, the guy that broke his back. I can't even remember his name, but it's just like <laughs> right. every tight end puts up puts up numbers in Dallas. So, um I th- I don't I he's there. The best the best ability is not injured. So, I think right. I butchered that, but whatever. Yeah. It's close. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's hurt a lot. It seems like he's Kittle's hurt a lot. I love him. He's, he's a great person. He's fun. Um, you know, I don't think anybody has more fun than him on the field, but man, you got to stay healthy.
0: You it, For me, it's like, I want to see, I want to see if he's got a little bit of issues to start the season, he's got to get right and stay right. Yeah. I think he's got four years left on his deal in San Francisco. So right. it's not a, like, it's not a risk about him losing his job. I mean, the talent's there. Yeah. The explosiveness is there. He was going to be a
1: safety blanket for for Lance. Like, that was my, right. I'm like, all right, he'll get peppered because you got a rookie quarterback that's going to dump off. And and I think the big winner here is probably Lance. Um, not that he wouldn't before, but now he's, my guess, is he'll use, he'll rely more on his legs. I mean, he have somebody point. to dump off to, so he'll take off. And if you're in a points-per-carry league, that's definitely a boost, I think, for Lance, which is weird to say that. Losing a top tight end is a boost to the quarterback, but I think he's going to run more, and you're going to see uh, his numbers inflated because of it.
0: Yeah, because now if you need five yards, do you go to the, your your safety blanket tight end that's not there right away, or do right. you just go get those five yards? That's because, right. Gosh, you can run like the wind.
1: Well, any what you want to show that, you know, I'm, I'm the guy. Everyone's, everyone's doubting me, thinks Jimmy GQ's the guy. I don't poor, know. It's, poor it's, Jimmy. We'll see. We'll see what happens if he gets. As soon as he gets traded, those drawings
0: stop. Oh man! I so like. I kind of like just because it's fun for me. Ah, uh, yeah. What's she gonna do next? What? What else are we coming out with? Because it's got to be getting tough.
1: I'm sure she just has different. Like I'm sure people are thrown in submissions. Yeah. Hey, how about this? How about this? So, uh, I don't, We'll see. Um, speaking of. Injuries or oh, Packers beat reporter Tom Silverstein probably reports head coach Matt LaFleur was non-committal on Alan Lazard's status for week one. This comes yeah. as a bit of a surprise. There's a chance that we learn more about this in the coming days, but Lazard reportedly missed last week's practices for undisclosed reasons. We don't know. We've got several days to go until week one matchup with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. This, this to me is like the perfect storm for Sammy Watkins to have his big week one and never do anything again the rest of the year. Yes. Like we've seen this movie before. Yes. This is, uh, Karate Ever. kid four. I don't, I don't know if that's the right. <laughs> yeah. It's just something so that, we've, it happens every year. He has one big week and then he falls off a cliff.
0: Was that the one uh, with, with a million dollar baby or. Will Smith's kid in it, Karate Kid 4. I can't remember.
1: That's that's the Will Smith's kid, I think. Okay. Jaden.
0: Then Yeah. That's the the pseudo remake with 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 Jaden. I want to go home. But you're right. I, I want to yeah, go home. I hate it here. I'm so <laughs> upset. I am in a number of leagues, and it's funny because um when this news started making ripples, I looked in a bunch of my redraft leagues and said, uh, who did I get in the last round? of my draft. Right. And can I give them the boot to pick up Sammy? Yep. See if Sammy gets his three touchdowns in week one. <sighs> and if there's a sucker out there, I can flip that, him to.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's, it's it, like every it's year. Groundhog day. Week one, Sammy Watkins will be big. And week two, he'll have a soft tissue issue and he'll be out for six weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the, uh, the dreaded STI. So- Who, Who's the receiver you want in Green Bay? I mean,
1: or is Aaron, there one?
0: Aaron Jones? Oh,
1: okay. That's yeah. exactly who I was going to say. He's not yeah. a receiver, but Aaron Jones could lead the Packers in receiving this year.
0: Aaron, Aaron Jones. Um, I'm willing to to take a look at Lazard only because I mean the health issues, you know, are concerning. But uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers hates rookies. Yeah. Like he's a he's a noted rookie hater. And if you mess up, you lose his trust. If you're young, you loo- you never get his trust. And he's played with Lazard. So I think he's like his ageism might come into it just a right. little bit there. Randall Cobb's there, but he gets hurt. And he is not, I mean, he's not even right shadow of his former self right like it's just like aaron was lonely and wanted a friend or hey, i'm sorry
1: back and i'll, I'll yeah. come back
0: i just need a friend in the locker room man some of All these right. guys are mean to me and they're making fun of me because i'm always asking Jeopardy questions
1: i need a friend i'm too old to make new friends i'm gonna do some hallucinogenics now
0: yeah and open myself up to the universe and maybe robert tanyan like that's the other thing that I could maybe see. Maybe.
1: But he hasn't done anything in 2 years.
0: Well, but, he, but he's been injured, remember. Yeah, so not, I think yeah. I, I think if you go back and take a look at the connection those two were developing a couple years ago and I, you know, I I watch a lot of NFC games so I've seen a lot of Green Bay. Rodgers, they've always it seems like he would really like to utilize a tight end because Green Bay has for years now with Rodgers under center scored like just a disproportionate number of passing touchdowns right from the 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 not just the red zone but like five yards and out like where other teams man uh listeners to this show that aren't that are Packers fans and haven't heard me talk (laughs) much are really gonna get sick of me teams that don't have an egomaniac under center uh they run the football Right. And right. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is a generational talent. There's no, yep. I mean, he is an elite quarterback. It's wonderful to watch him play football. He wants that MVP every single year. Yep. He is zeroed in on it. And how do you do that? Throw touchdown t- passes. Throw touchdowns. So, you know, whether it is, um, his, his wide receiver and, uh, they run a little out route and hang out in the back or when you see him with an effective tight end, yep. A yeah, Big body. Five yards out, a little right. dump off, whatever it might be. I, I, I mean, think he, he may... it's something to watch because he's largely undrafted, right? If yeah. in a redraft, he's largely undrafted. In a dynasty, he's super he might cheap be in on dynasty. the wire, he's right? Super cheap, or you can yeah. go get him for cheap. Yeah, uh,
1: I mean, you could. I think I tried to get him for a third this off season, and I I've soured on him a little. But I'm like, uh, if you're if you're desperate at tight end. Like in the Scott Fishbowl, I I, I didn't go tight end early. I thought uh, Tanya went, I'm like, oh, I was, it was weird that I was disappointed that I didn't get Robert Tanyan.
0: Yeah. I think where you are in a tight end premium league, there are a lot worse options out there. You could be chasing the dream of Cameron Brait still, you know, which I yeah. think is a significantly worse option than old Bobby T. Yeah.
1: So speaking of tight ends, News from today, Bill signed tight end Dawson Knox to a four-year contract extension. The extension will make Knox one of the five highest-paid tight ends in the league. Knox rise to prominence in that Josh Allen-led Buffalo offense. He might be Dalton Schultz or Dawson Knox.
0: Oh, man. I don't know. I think Dalton Schultz. Um. You just said sort of like system tight end, if yeah. there's such thing as a system tight end thing now. I Dawson Knox for me, when I think about like one, if I'm looking for a, a later round tight end in redraft, just fine. Just yeah. fine. I'm I'm more than comfortable. And and I shouldn't say later round. I should say, you know, kind of mid-round. Easily mid-round. You're gonna have to pay up for him a bit. He's probably most people's like top ten for sure, but sort of towards the back half. The challenge is with Dawson Knox. There's a lot of talent on that roster. You know, if you're looking for people to throw the ball to, they've got the receipt. True. You got, you know, Gabe, Diggs Davis. And Gabe Davis. There's a there's a number Sam of running McKenzie, backs:
1: Stephon Diggs. Yeah,
0: right. And if you're in the red zone where a lot of teams rely on that tight end big body guys go up and get it kind of a mismatch with short yardage you've got a beast of a quarterback that can just truck a few dudes and score that touchdown himself the target share that he's seen uh, you know without having it directly in front of me i want to say it's like low teens so above 12 like 12 and a half 13 and a half maybe 14% in there. So there's there's just a lot to spread the ball around. I don't think it's, – it's certainly not a bad signing. I think it would give me a lot of confidence if I am a dynasty owner of Dawson Knox that he's going to have a home because the worst thing – With a could, good quarterback. With a good quarterback who's going to be there for a long, long time. That's the difference between him and Schultz is Knox has the contract
1: for, for four or five years now. Yeah, Colts could be gone next year. He didn't. That's a good sign point. His, I mean, he doesn't. It doesn't have an extension. He signed his franchise tag, but who knows where he's going to be long term.
0: And tight uh, Arthur, ends, roaming tight ends typically don't have a lot of luck, right? You sort right. of like bloom where you're planted, yep. or Hunter it doesn't Henry go so well. For
1: example, was in with the Chargers, had Herbert awesome. Left, he did okay in in New England, a very touchdown dependent guy. But it was like, I think his value took a Dump, not a dump, but uh, he it took a it dropped his value dropped when he went from Herbert led offense to pass the ball around New England. So according to dynastytradecalculator.com dot com, Dawson Knox is the tenth ranked tight end behind Pitts, Andrews, Kelsey, Kittle, Hawkinson, Waller, Godair, Schultz, and Friermuth. Really? Yeah.
0: So it's so, pretty.
1: It's I mean, you said it's ten. That's that's yeah. That's pretty ended. tight. So that's yeah uh, I mean I like it I think it's a strong offense but I you're right there's a lot of mouths to feed everybody expects Gabe Davis to break out um they cut OJ Howard which I've never those listeners that have listened to the show since the beginning OJ Howard has always been overrated Jones to me so yeah uh, it's it you like you said it's good it's good that he's there long term he's tied to Josh Allen okay he's a middling tight end um Let's see, Commanders, which is gonna take me a while to get used to saying. I uh,
0: I can't do it, man. I still struggle with San Diego Chargers and Los Angeles Chargers. Like I, it's tough, Chargers.
1: But now it's Vegas like, I,
0: Raiders. Come on.
1: <laughs> um, I'll just say Washington. Like I, I think that's because they were Washington that's football my
0: team, and well, yeah. you know, I do. You know, I, I listeners, one thing with my introduction um besides fantasy football i i talk a lot about batman i have a i have a batman podcast that i right. host for um, a wonderful website called batmanonfilm.com but i have a buddy of mine that has uh, also a batman themed podcast and when the the trick on his show is there's a lot of comic book comic book artists and writers who have very difficult to pronounce last names and typically you don't hear these like there aren't tv commentators saying comic book artists' right. last names out loud for you to hear so if there's ever a doubt, you don't say like, um, oh, I don't know. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't say uh, like Robert Gianna blah, 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 do and try to pronounce it. You just say Robert G. Yeah. And then you're through it. So I think like with Washington, that's that's my trick too. the Washington guys. Washington. Yeah, yeah. Those football players in what? Washington. Because Dan to- Snyder
1: owns for now.
0: Right, I don't because I don't have to worry about saying the old thing that isn't people don't like anymore. Right, might be offensive. I don't have to worry about saying the new thing that I know I'm going to get wrong. Because I'm like, God, oh, what the heck is that silly and name? The, uh, uh,
1: uh, Washington,
0: yeah. A yeah, Washington football team, which I think they should have just kept anyway.
1: It's it's universal. It covers everything. Uh, so we've all kind of heard of Brian Robinson and and what happened there. Dudes off crutches. Looks like he's going to play. This season. I mean, they didn't put him on the IR, so he's not he's not gonna miss four weeks. Um he could regain the the running back one early down role as soon as he's back to full health. Right now, Antonio Gibson's gonna be the RB two RB one. I mean, he's gonna lose passing down carries to or passing down opportunities to uh JD McKissick. It's good to see that Robinson's okay. He's not, I mean, he's he's alive.
0: Right. Okay. That, Always you know a I mean? plus.
1: That's crazy. Um, but I think this is a backfield that if you've got Gibson now, great. Ride him while you can and maybe sell him off after a week or two.
0: Yeah, I actually had um a friend of mine reach out to get my advice on a a trade for Gibson. And I'm like, you don't to me, this is not the time to trade for Gibson. Like, how weak is see, and riding? I don't hate trading
1: for him right now.
0: I don't hate I don't hate it, but the talent is what the talent is yep right and the concerns leading in to the you know shooting injury were still they're still there oh absolutely so it's the best of a bad option I don't know that I'd make a trade for him except that you know they're going to be he's going to get touches yep. because they're going to need him to get touches. And maybe the preseason, you know, ickiness that was associated to him has driven the value down enough that you can get him at a bargain. Yes. So it's kind of the same thing as anything. Like I guess at the right price I can get, I can be interested, but
1: I got him in a redraft in a, in a charity league, much like the Scott fishbowl. I got him as my RB five at pick 80. I think okay. it was like yeah, like sixth, seventh round, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll take I'm a not, shot
0: here. I'm not mad about that, right?
1: I mean, whatever. And this was the day before the shooting. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, All I right. mean, not not that I'm happy that anybody got shot, well, <laughs> clearly, you know, yeah, me, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But this could have worked out, Dynasty worse. dads. We're lovers. Yeah. We're not haters. We don't yeah. want people getting I'm shot. I'm glad Robinson's okay. But if someone has to get shot <laughs> it helps the players no. fantasy profile. No, no, of course not. No, of course not. So,
1: no, it was just one of those, like, he's going to get touches. I think, I think the whole not using him is getting overblown. Um, I think he'll be there. He'll be okay. They drafted Robinson in the third round, fourth round. So it, it's going to be a committee. I mean, and we kind of knew that when they brought McKissick back that it's shaping up to be not a, not a workhorse running back. That situation. was a,
0: that was a collective bummer. I think from everybody, whether you, whether you were a manager with McKissick on your squad or whether, you know, you had Gibson on your team, yeah. like when they're like, Hey, we're, we're going to keep the band together. It's like, no, please no, don't do that. Somebody needs to leave. This was like when you thought a stock was going to split, you know, like, right. And instead, it just sort of tanks. You know? Know. Like, yeah. yeah. Or it
1: just uh,
0: fizzles. It doesn't tank, right? It just sort of like, meh.
1: Speaking of fizzling, perfect lead into this next story. Emmanuel Sanders is retiring from the NFL after 12 seasons. Uh, faded down the stretch last year in Buffalo. Got injured. Got outplayed by Gabe Davis. Yeah. Um, signed a one-day contract with the Broncos to retire a Bronco. Do you have a favorite Emmanuel Sanders memory? Oh, man, favorite memory. You don't have to make one up. You can say no, it's okay.
0: I don't know that I do, but I've been, I've had Emmanuel Sanders on a number of my teams over the years. And um, man, like those years in Denver were just so, he was really fun to watch. And of course, everybody thinks about, you know, the Peyton Manning, like that was a really good stretch. Yeah. But he, he was just like, you know, this like gritty sort of hard running, like sharp cuts, grab the ball, get up field. Like he was a he's a fun wide receiver to watch. I was really pretty hopeful for him, you know. And he, he played was... with three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Oh yeah,
1: it was Big Ben, yeah Manning, and maybe I'm giving Josh Allen too much credit here, but
0: well, I don't know. It might not be too early. I think yeah. I think he's you know i think he's well on his way at this point yeah um but yeah he's he's a talented dynamic football player i was really hopeful for him in buffalo and i yeah. thought he had more in the tank but you know if, if you can retire out of this league with all your faculties yep. without a major career ending injury without you know uh long lasting cte complications yep with some money in your pocket. And then, Hey, I'm relatively young. I've got my health. I've got a full body that moves the way I want it to move. You can't fault the guy.
1: No, not at all. 35. Okay. Now we're going to do something new, a new segment. You you've got experience. This, this
0: is, this is your segment. Tell us what it is. So I already mentioned uh, in my job, my other podcasting job as the host of the batman on film podcast there's this uh game we like to play and it's called what are you matt have you seen tim burton's batman from 1989 no okay so i'm gonna need you to watch that yikes we should have covered tim, that before Tim burton's Batman. yeah it's, Yeah. michael keaton is batman yes it, okay
1: uh, so i know jack nicholson is 100 yeah yes. tim burton's the director
0: right okay, michael keaton okay. I, say, I hear Nicholson. Tim Burton, I
1: think, like Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Yeah, which is also a great movie.
1: Yeah, so, okay. But I know I know the film you're talking about. I know Jack Nicholson killed it. It was right. very
0: well-received. Oh, fantastic. Huge blockbuster. Bat- Batmania swept, in, swept not just the nation, the world. Um, so there's this opening scene, right, where we first get introduced to Batman. He's taking down... Uh two criminals that have just robbed a family. It seems very reminiscent of the night Bruce Wayne's parents were murdered, right? Yeah, Batman was yeah. born. spoiler alert for Oh, yeah. That... Sorry. Yeah. If, if uh 1989, maybe, 32 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Well, and you know, the comic book came out in 1939. Oh, so yeah, it's so... really we're going in the way back machine. But uh Batman's terrifying lifts up this this uh dastardly, you know, evildoer and picks him up in the air, and the guy says, What are you? And he says, I'm Batman, you know, like it's great. Yeah. So we do a trivia game. It's called What Are You? Okay. Uh, because I like the way that little soundbite uses, Yay. and that's the intro. Listeners, you're going to hear it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So this is a game where Matt's playing, but listeners, you're all playing at home. I can't so way
1: to be embarrassed by this. Right,
0: Whether you're at home or in the gym or commuting back to the office on a walk with the dog, whatever you're doing, you're playing along. I'm going to give three standard difficulty clues just run-of-the-mill regular kind of trivia type level difficulty clues and then because everybody likes to win right we're handing out a participation i love it i'm coaching youth sports i know about the participation trophies the fourth clue is the giveaway clue if you have any any (laughs) pride (laughs) or or knowledge, you'll probably get it with this fourth clue. This Here's is where
1: one. I miss the fourth clue when I look like an idiot.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do this to my buddies on the Batman show all the time. It's fantastic. Great. And Matt's on the honor system. You guys can't see us. I can't know. see anything. I will. I, will be,
1: I I. don't know where you put it. I don't know how you
0: have oh, it. Oh, yeah. I've got it up on my own screen. Yeah, it's Matt's not a rundown sheet. He's going to raise his hand after the clue where he thinks he knows the answer. And we're, we're we're on the honor system here. I see his hand; he's going to hold that answer, listeners. For you, I'm going to continue to give those clues because you want to play. You're having a fun time listening to the show. Let's see if we can do this together. The right. goal for everyone is to get it in as few clues as possible. Matt, right. are you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's get into the game. I want like, you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. Are you? Now, the subject for today's game. This is a dynasty. In my opinion, dynasty trade for candidate. Okay. This is a wide receiver.
1: Okay.
0: Once again, we're going to start with the clues. Matt, when you know, put your little hand up. Listeners, you keep playing at home. Clue number one. Following this player's time at Texas AM, he has played eight seasons in the NFL. Matt's got his hand up already. Listeners, hopefully you're not as smart as Matt, otherwise, this isn't as fun. <laughs> as i thought it would be clue number two despite having just 15 percent target share last season this individual finished as the wide receiver eight
1: what are you
0: matt already knows listeners you probably know already too You're, you're all smart this individual holds six nfl records six of them what are you and clue number four, this is the giveaway, Matt. You're gonna know whether or not you're right on clue uh, yeah. number one. I'm gonna but find I think out. Pretty good. Uh, Tom Brady might not always be his QB forever, but his next QB is probably gonna like having a six foot three and a half, two hundred sorry, six foot five and a half, two hundred thirty pound red zone target at his disposal just as much. What are you, Matt? You had it after one answer. Who are we talking about? It's tonight? Mike Evans. Mike Evans Mike is Evans. Mike Evans. Now, let me ask you this, Matt: Do you consider, or if you hold me accountable here, okay. would you think of Mike Evans as a dynasty buy candidate? We said it earlier. It all comes down to price. Um, he is the only receiver
1: in NFL history to have over a thousand yards every single year, all the time. Uh, I mean, he's he's reliable. He's streaky. He, I mean, he'll have a week where he puts up. Thirty-eight points in a week where he puts up twelve, um, but with Brady there, it's been a little bit more consistent. Um, I would buy. I, I like Mike Evans. Uh, I'm thinking twenty-three, mid to late first. We'll probably get him, especially with the 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 bump that those picks are starting to see. Now it's getting crazy. I don't hate it. I like it. I mean, if you need a consistent, if he, if he's your wide receiver too, you're set. Oh, you are
0: more than set, and that and, and think, that's. My next question was going to be All right. So if you're in, this is a buy, What do you think is at 23 mid, right? Like that. Yeah. Mid to late first. Absolutely. Mid to late first. He
1: reminds me of not that they're the same player, but in terms of value and, and position, Keenan Allen always undervalued, sure. always puts up consistent numbers. But people just like, Hey, he's not sexy. He just, he, he's not sexy. He just, he's consistent. I like well
0: Well, in younger than you think, right? So yeah. Allen is. 20 29 years 29, old yeah. i think now that the season starts right he's been in the league eight years but those eight years have been pretty fantastic They're yeah mr consistent never but he, didn't, he started
1: he had those two freak injuries towards acl his spleen yeah. blew up and everyone labeled him as injury problem if you had him i mean i'm thinking of a few guys that i've talked to he just if you bought him then which i bought him after the spleen for cheap he's been awesome He's my wide receiver, two and he's consistently finishes as a low end wide receiver. One,
0: it's sort of the classic. Um, you know, as best balls become more prominent over the last few years, it feels like the easy out for analysts, you yep. know, it, on Twitter, of, of course, uh, especially is sort of like, Oh, in best ball, though, like this is yeah. a guy, no, yeah, in best ball. Anybody, I love that anybody is a guy in best, yeah, because they could it.
1: have a week where they blow up and they're in, yeah,
0: right, you know literally anybody like yes. jerk mckinnon but best ball right. like come okay. on he's good, yeah you know want him on your squad
1: the, the big but, one for that i was heard in best ball was uh was deshaun jackson in best ball he's gotta go four rounds higher than he would normally in any other league and i'm like
0: like do you does he though like come yeah. on he's fast
1: on. yeah you That's know good. it
0: evans still has some some time on on his uh on his, you know, I think, what, three or four at least more solid years, yeah, the way yep. he plays, the type of big-bodied, you know, possession, receiver. Like, I, I think you can go out and get Mike Evans and be really happy with him Yes, on your lineup. a m so, gave
1: it away. That I know.
0: The... So I had two versions that I typed up, and one I didn't have A&M in, yep. and I must not have saved it. Gotcha. And uh, when I started reading it, I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. I'm too far into yep. reading this clue now. And I
1: was like, A&M receiver, it's got to be Evans. Yeah, you said eight years, and I was like, it's Evans. It's Evans. Yeah. that's So next, that was the one that got next me.
0: Next time, I'm dialing up the difficulty. I
1: like it. I, I like it. So I, I've got a new one. Uh, you know, as dads, you know, I, we give our kids, they're younger. You know, you can do this or you can do that. And sometimes it's basically the same thing. And so I'm calling this segment this or that. It's a trade question uh, we got from from Steve on, on Twitter. Um, would you rather have this Joe Mixon or that Ezekiel Elliott and a 2024 first round pick? It's a 12 team half point PPR league, so it's Zeke and a 24 first or Joe Mixon. This is got, easy for me. While you got to go, jo- say, I
0: got to go Joe Mixon.
1: See, that's not what I would want, but I am the obvious Zeke backer oh, you're my boy! i figure i've got two years of production out of zeke and then he's gone and then i can use that 2024 first wherever it lands either to trade for somebody or draft the running back out of that class all right so let me think i like mixing
0: this year i do i like i do like mixing this year he's a year younger than zeke right if mm-hmm. i'm thinking about it less um, wear and tear less little less miles on the tires. I, I Zeke's O-line situation has degraded. And maybe yeah. that's just a this year thing. We'll see what happens next year, you know, if they get their big left tackle, uh, Smith, right? If yep. they yep. get it back. Yep. Um, you know what? I just might have talked my way into, into your into side Zeke? of the coin. <laughs> yeah. I just, because this they, year, this year if I'm thinking about my redraft leagues, I'm de- I've I'm taking Zeke over Mixon every time and I, that's actually been contrarian in some leagues this year, which seems funny to me. I don't, I don't know. Who... You're taking Zeke
1: over Mixon straight up
0: in a redraft uh, league, in a redraft league, mm-hmm. just based on who else is available. Now, where...
1: I'm going Mi- to be honest. I, Zeke's I love Zeke. I'm probably the biggest Zeke Homer there is. Oh, I'm taking Mixon at the end of the first early second in a redraft league. I'm not taking Zeke that high.
0: No, I'm not taking Zeke that high. I'm not saying that at the okay. same draft spot. I'm saying relative price? relative to ADP gotcha. this year, I am more comfortable waiting on Zeke yeah. and getting one of the wide receivers end of the first, beginning of the second yeah, where yeah. Mixon's going. So that's- yeah, let me be clear on that. 2024. It's yeah, so far out. First.
1: Like that's why if this was a 23 first, it makes it that much easier.
0: Oh, 100%. I was going to, when I was, when I first was reading this and thinking, okay, w- why is this difficult? Because the 23 class is also like, yes. loaded. loaded. it's like going to a small private man made lake that the DNR, this is Minnesota talk <laughs> for everybody, just loaded up with walleye, you know, four years ago. And now you're loaded. just pulling them up, right? So 24, loaded. there's more questions. I think the, you could always flip that pick as well. Yeah, I, I like I like the versatility. I, I've come back around. You're right, Zeke in a 24.
1: Okay. Uh, last one, opening day. By the time you listen to this, opening days today, uh, Rams versus Bills. This the, the line was shocking to me. The Rams are getting two and a half points. They're at home. That's a slap in the face. They're the Super Bowl champions, and they're getting points at home. Are you taking the Rams two and a half?
0: Um, no, I am, oh. uh, I I'm actually, I I'm looking at the bills to come in and just blow kinda, them out. No, no, but spoil people's good time. I think, I think there's, there's sort of, um, you know, a little bit of super bowl hangover. I think it's figuring out the Rams, what they want to do with that running game. What are the splits going to look like? How do you get into the rhythm? I think the, I think the bills, even though it's tough to travel, West. It's not as tough as when teams travel East. So I don't know that the on the road thing is going to be a big issue and they're used to the spotlight. So I don't know that they're going to come in and slap them around on their, on their home court, but I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be surprised if yes, do. Yeah. If they cover,
1: I will, I will take the Rams at two and a half. Okay. Easy. Easy. I don't know why. I don't know why that's easy. It, it just, they're at home. There, I, I get it. The uh, the elbow of Stafford. What's Acres going to look like off the Achilles? He didn't look good in the playoffs. Those are the two football. things
0: together for me. That yeah. just like it uh, just it it just makes it a little bit tough. I don't know if he's going to be you know zipping it. Up. And I I paid up for Cup in redraft yeah. leagues this year. So like I would love it to not be. I, I
1: think I know the over under on Stephon Diggs yard is sixty eight and a half. Jalen Rams is going to lock him up. So this is either Gabriel Davis's breakout, welcome to the league game, or the Bills falter. I mean, I, I don't watch I, I Dawson where, Knox just just decides go. he's to turn <laughs> <and> routes. <laughs> he got
0: like, paid and he's going to show like, everybody why. I listened to those dynasty dads. They said uh, tight end ten. All right, let's show him out. I'm I'm going to be
1: tight end one this year. No, so that's that's where I'm at. I will. I'm I'm comfortable. I'm not betting a house, sure. but I'm comfortable putting some money on on the Rams.
0: Okay. It's going to be fun either way, right? Like Absolutely. It's, it's opening it's opening season day. Well, and it's two high powered offenses with two stout defenses. Yeah. Both have been in the hunt. Let's Both go. are Super Bowl contenders. Oh, 100%.
1: I mean, one's a Super Bowl champion, I think everyone's picking the Bills to win this year, which means they won't, but Right. Yeah, they're they're top teams in the league.
0: Heck of a way to open it up.
1: This was fun.
0: This was fun, man. This was
1: good. I like. I like the new. I'm really gonna like your segment. I feel like that's gonna be. What are? That's you? gonna be fun. I'm. I'm really gonna like that. Um, just to remind the listeners, we are brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing, start calculating. Garrett, see you next week.
0: See you later. Thanks for hanging out with us on another episode of the Dynasty Dads podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Dads.